This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the chain. chain. This is the VCC Club. I'm Kendall Landreth. And I'm Sarah Shower. And each week we like to go down an internet rabbit hole and discuss it. And discuss it. Sarah, I have to say, I'm so happy to be here with you this week. Stop. Seriously, I'm, I feel like I missed you. I, I just told you that I spent like literally all yesterday crying. Oh, no. Tell us. Oh, wait. First of all, okay, we're talking about the Super Bowl. Oh, you already said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're talking about the Super Bowl. Okay, why were you? Well, you want to talk about it? Okay, well, I was crying. I just told Kendall this, um, and I don't want to cry, and it's a good cry. Um, you can cry. Growing up, oh no, I didn't really like have a childhood. Yeah. I'm like, as in a military family, we moved quite often, so friends were incredibly temporary. Sure. And <laughs> sure. Sure. But thank you. Yeah. And so I'm not. God, I'd be a horrible therapist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get to the point. <laughs> no. Okay. And so then uh, I wasn't close with anyone in my like immediate or extended family, and I did spend a lot of my time alone, yes. like literally hiding because my house made me nervous. And so then just that when I, you know got out and then I started drinking so then like I feel like I lost a lot of time that way and as of late I've been reading a lot of books and like um you know for the past couple years been like doing Lego stuff yeah and I just realized like I get to be like a kid yeah Uh, I just lesbians out there you'll know this what I'm talking about there's that uh tombstone where it's like on the tombstone it was uh a lady put we were girls together mm-hmm. and I don't know if they were like lesbians or besties but like that and so then I was like thinking about like the internet and it's just like I don't know I feel like I'm a kid with the internet because people do like suggest books for me to read or if I ask a question they explain it for me or like if people tag me in like lego drops and it's yeah, yeah and it's like it it feels like my audience is like encouraging me to be a kid. Yeah. And it feels really good. Um, and I cried because like I, you know when you have those like breakthrough moments? Yeah, I do. Of like people like listen to you and care. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sarah, that's so sweet. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I think there is something really <laughs> healing about, uh, you know, yeah, sitting on, I, sometimes I'll be like sitting on my bed watching Shrek. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like playing on my switch or something, and I'm like, wow, I really have like a child. And I had a, a nice childhood, so I got to, I did, was very fortunate to get mm-hmm. to be a kid, but I still, it's nice. There's still just moments where you're like, oh, I'm just have no stress, and I feel like I'm just dinking around. Yeah. Do you know what that word means? Dinking? Dinking around. My partner the other day was like, why are you saying that? That's not a word. Dink, I th- I dinking, dinking around. around. Doesn't that mean like fiddling with tools? Messing around. It means like a like you would say. My family said it all growing up, and then I was like, did my parents invent this word? Yeah. But if we dink means to do kind of like like to do nothing really, but to just kind of mess around. So like if you if there's like thirty minutes, if a restaurant's like you could get a reservation in thirty minutes, my mom would be like, all right, well we'll just dink around for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know your I mean? your parents were doing this. So you know how instead of saying shit, you say crap. I think the thing is the term. You're going to say fuck around, n- dick around, dick around. And so your mom was like, "Let's make it fun. We're dinking around, we're dinking around." And you're, yeah. And so because I mean I've heard dicking around, but um, dink it does sound like you're like kind of teetering with like tools. Dink also does sound like dick. Dink sounds like another like a word for dick. Yeah. A dink. Oh, he's showing his dink. <laughs> I don't always say that. Wait, no, that sounds like you're showing your taint and your dick at the same time. Your dink. Put your dink away. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry I responded to your emotions with saying synonyms for dicks. No, no, no. You're you're totally good. I, um, I'm i just happy for you. That's very exciting. Thank you. I, I love humor. I mean, I don't want to get too sad. Because it's like, I, it, it is a good feeling. It is a yeah. good sad, you know? I did get dramatic with it because I haven't <sighs> cried, like, yeah. in a long time. Like, for like you said, like, you sit down for, like, 12 hours and cry once yeah. every four years. So <laughs> yes. I did put on makeup, and I turned on my vanity mirror, and yeah. I just watched myself cry. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I used to do that in high school. I literally, because I, my parents were always like, Kendall never cries. It's really alarming. Yeah. But every, like, four years, I would cry for, like, eight hours straight. And I, I used to, especially in, like, later high school, this is so deeply embarrassing, when I would start crying, I would, like, start pretending I was, like, in an Oscar-nominated film. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I would be like, 
don't you know my mother's on crack <laughs> yeah stop it like I, I would be sobbing and i'd be like i'm so good at acting and yeah. it's like no you're just so upset no seriously yeah i loved doing that um but it feels good it always it does feels, and your skin always looks so good after doesn't it after oh you yeah cry. there's like a glow because it's like nice glow. salt water from your eyes oh wow it, i never like, thought about that kind of um the salt like sucks up the moisture, so you do look a bit puffy, which can look very youthful. Yeah, like yeah. a baby face. Yeah. Oh. So that's a beauty tip. <laughs> Cry. Cry. Yeah. Yes. Yes. How was your uh, week? How was your Valentine's Day? It was so nice. It yeah. was so good. I wa- it was a work day. We didn't do anything too crazy, but it was very fun. We we were in Chicago all week doing a comedy show, mm-hmm. and it was so fun. I got in last night at a uh, one a.m. and which I'm, I need to tell you about because I watched an insane documentary on the flight that I was like, I got to tell Sarah about this. On what? On sharks, if you can believe it. I can, <laughs> I yeah. Love sharks. <laughs> um, but it was fun. So we like spent our Valentine's Day fully just in the hotel room. Like yeah. we were like, let's not. Because we, we had a show, we had like a sound check at 3.30 and we were like, should we go do stuff? But like Chicago's kind of, it's like New York. Like we go there all, the, we've been there. Yeah. Like, we don't, we're not like, we need to go see all the sites. Uh, yeah. Which sometimes is fun, but we also were so scared it was going to be like two degrees. We came with like long johns and parkas and it was fully normally Overalls? fine. Yeah, we like, <laughs> yeah, we were dressed in like snow boots and it was just like 70 degrees and normal. Or it yeah. was a little colder than that. It's like, but it was not, it was not that cold. Anyways, um, but we just hung out in the hotel and we like ordered room service yeah. and just hung out. It was really fun. That watched Love nice. on the Spectrum. <laughs> Tried to keep it on theme. I've been watching that. It's really good. Have you watched the Australian version? Yes. We watched that a while ago. Jordan is like obsessed with Love on the Spectrum. Yeah. Not in like, a weird way, which is <laughs> like really, it's like a very comforting show. It's no, it very is. comforting. It's so nice to watch people communicate so effectively. Oh, yeah. Like it feels so crazy. It's so nice. I'm like, we should all date like this. Just be, it's so nice. Like they'll, they'll go on dates where they just do like, they go to a zoo and it's not like, you know, they're not even talking that much, but then at the end of the date, they're like, I had a really nice time, and we have a lot in common. Are you talking about, okay, wait, I do want the zoo episode with that guy who's like the white guy who's David? super happy? Oh. No. Oh, no, that's a di- different. They oh, go to a lot of zoos. They've gone to yeah, multiple yeah. zoos. Um, but it's super fun. But, okay, on the flight yes. last night, I watched this documentary about sharks in Cape Cod. Uh-huh. I could not believe my ears at what was going on in this documentary. <laughs> so basically, Cape Cod, from what it seems like from this documentary, is filled, it's split in half with people who are very angry and uh-huh. then scientists, and that's it. Like conservative Republicans and scientists, that's all. Yeah. And basically, there's been a lot more shark, uh, the waters are a lot more infested with sharks than they used to be. Yeah. Um, and in like the 70s, there was a law passed, I think in the US, so I don't even think it was specific to Cape Cod, but that you could not kill seals. Yeah. Like you weren't allowed to kill them Um, because a a while ago they were dying at a rapid rate because people were trying to sell their ears or something. I don't know. Very sad. Um, But because of that, obviously, a lot more seals have populated and they're at a better place now. I still don't think they're great, but they're at a better place than they were. I think they were about to like go extinct. Because so the, the people who live in Cape Cod who are not scientists think that they, the reason there's so many sharks, which uh-huh. I don't know why that's a problem. They're, they're upset because one person died from a shark attack in Cape Cod in 2018. It happens. But actually, it does happen. So I'm yeah. like, that, yeah. Whenever you go in the water, you're like, yeah, there's a possibility I could die. It doesn't make it any less sad, of course, for that family. I'm not saying it's like, well, <laughs> sorry. But yeah. it is like, yeah, you're going into, what? Like, you're going to the ocean. Yeah. Um, And there's one death. And so since... Then I think Cape Cod tourism has gone a little down and blah, blah, blah. And so they're trying to get, uh, these people are trying to get the seals, the law to be changed so they can kill seals again because they think the reason there's so many sharks is because of the seals. But that's not why. And so the scientists are trying to be like, no, the reason why is because of global warming. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. Because the water's getting warmer, so the sharks are coming closer to the shore. And there's commercial fishing now. And it's like been privatized. So, oh, because another thing was they were like, there's no fish to be... The local fishermen are like, there's no more fish because the seals are eating all the fish. But the 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 privatized fishermen were like, no, we're taking all the fish and we're yeah. selling it. Anyways, just a lot of scapegoating on these seals. They're trying to murder these seals. I just couldn't believe it. Oh my but God. at one point, actually, now that I'm talking about this documentary, it's not that crazy. I was like, I just watched the craziest documentary. No, no, that is, that is that crazy. Insane. But I, I could not believe. So at one point, they're doing a town hall meeting. And I was like, I got to write a pilot about Cape Cod town hall meetings, like yeah. about Cape Cod in general. I'm like, this place is nuts. 
because there's like 10 people who live there. It's obviously a huge tourist area, but during off season, like no one lives there. Yeah. And this guy was like t- yelling at the mayor <laughs> or the mayor, I think it was the mayor. And he was like, the government is here to protect people. And like the fact that they're not here to protect sharks. And like I get wanting to care for animals, but unless it's messing with humans, that's fine. But if it starts messing with humans, you need to kill them because we have just as much of, he said this, you, we as humans have just as much a right to the ocean as sharks do. Uh, no you don't yeah <laughs> and they just kept talking sorry this is a long rant this last no, thing I'll say good. the last thing that I just they kept talking about how like we as humans have started viewing ourselves as like just an issue we are yeah. with the environment yes and he was like but I don't get how that's fair because like we should be we're a part of the ecosystem as well and I was like yeah if you're a person who like if you can, you can call me when you're like fishing for fish with sticks again yeah. and like when you if you were a person who's like yeah every morning I go out with a bow and arrow and I kill a deer and I eat the whole thing yeah in my opinion I'm like pop off like I do, Tuesday. that's yeah. fine like yeah. I really do think that's fine but I'm like that's not what's happening like yeah. you want to swim with your family and surf um and that's actually not a part of the ecosystem yeah <laughs> like no one cares if you surf anyways and then the scientist was just saying that like even if you want to be really selfish about it and be like I just care about humans it's like Henny, you are going to die if other animals start dying. Yeah. Anyways, interesting documentary. Got me really fired up last night on the plane. That would get me fired up because you literally just mentioned two instances of global warming. You step off the plane in Chicago expecting a blizzard. (laughs) It's 70. (laughs) And then when you leave, you're watching a documentary on how there's so many sharks in Cape Cod. Your brain is telling you to become like a climate scientist. Yes. No, but yeah, the people, it doesn't make any sense. Like, because... The them taking it up with the mayor, the issue would be to like decrease fishing right in the area. Right. And okay, I do know a lot about like um the Atlantic is a lot warmer than the Pacific because yeah. the um the what's that like big air thing? It like oh, I don't know. What's that? Um it's you know the air that runs along the coast? Oh. Um it's a big air, air, the big. I'm so sorry, Sarah. There's like. I'm th- never going to know the answer. I don't know. The air, okay, it's, you guys know the word. The air goes along the coast of Alaska and then it goes down and that's why the. A breeze? Bre- no, it's bigger than a breeze. <laughs> a gust? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, it goes down the coast um, from Alaska. So that's why the Pacific is a lot colder. And then the Atlantic, it comes up from the Gulf. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it goes like that way. What are tide? Tide. Roll tide. I don't know. No. Alabama. (laughs) No, Alabama. No, but yeah. I keep wanting to say Mariana Trench. So that's the only word that's going on my head. And I know that is not even close to what that is. It's it's gonna it's on the tip of my we we all know it colder. Yeah. Yeah. It's the wind. Um yeah, and so then I mean the yeah, this uh, you should write a pilot about the people. Because they're so passionate. This is what I just don't understand. I'm like we all in life are going to have different opinions. Like, there's going to be no world where I get everyone to agree with me, and that is great, and that's fine. Yeah. But it's so weird to me when a specialist comes in. Yes. And people don't listen. I'm just like, the best you can do is listen. And even, like, mm-hmm. I, I was talking to my partner about on the ride home. This I felt so bad for Jordan. It was 1 a.m. We're driving home <laughs> from the airport. And I'm like, and the men in Cape Cod yeah. are trying to kill the seals. And you can feel them just being like, yes, I know, honey. I'm yeah. so sorry. Um, but... It just irritated me so much because I was like, you know, I have all my political views, but even if like, okay, let's say like a mili- person who'd been in the military for 20 years yeah. was going to sit and talk to me and tell me facts about the military. Yeah. Just because I have issues with the military, I wouldn't be like, I'm not listening. I'm, just, yeah. oh, I'm sure I can get valuable information from you. And yeah. I wouldn't be like, I know more about the military than you. I don't know. It would just be crazy. Or like when I, if I, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but like if someone in the middle of nowhere who's a farmer for 40 years is telling me about like how the elections affect farming, I would still be like, I'm sure you know more than I do. Yeah. Like, whatever. doesn't mean I need to, like, agree with them or anything. But I just find it so bizarre where I'm like, why do you want to have, like, uh, knowledge that's wrong? Like, why do you want to think something that's incorrect? So when yeah. these people are coming and telling you, like, 
no, the seals are like not why this is an issue. Yeah. Shouldn't you be like, oh, great. What is the issue? So we can resolve the issue. Yeah. What is but the- I think the issue is global warming. They don't want to resolve that issue. That's maybe the problem. Yeah. that What's it called? The Dunning-Kruger effect where like you know a little bit about something. So you assume you know everything. You assume like 80 different yeah, things. But the yeah. thing is, is the more you learn it, you realize the less you know and, t- and then it dips and then you go up in your comprehension. But yeah, like. Uh, people are that guy it's I mean it's like the same as like I feel like you can see that in everyone though like if I go to my therapist and I'm like I'm feeling kind of sad and she's like go for a walk I'm like that can't possibly be right right you're like you don't know how bad I feel I know I'm literally paying out of pocket to see you (laughs) but it because the most obvious you're it's almost kind of you're you don't believe the most obvious answer yeah they're like scientists are saying this your therapist is saying this and you're like there's no way right and that's how conspiracy theories are born Yes. 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 Well, and I think it's a hard thing too. Where sometimes you just don't. I think people can be so entitled, and it's yeah. Like, yes. Sometimes the right answer does not benefit you. Yeah. So you like. I think a lot of them were upset. It always comes back to money. They don't give a shit about these shark attacks. They, yeah. It all comes back to money because I'm sure their businesses are struggling. Which sucks. Like that sucks. And yeah. I feel for you. And I'm sure you're like, how am I going to feed my family? I got to figure it out. But you don't deserve more than a shark. Like, yeah. you don't deserve... So I think it becomes very complicated because I just feel... Like, the level of ownership I feel over the ocean is so little. Like, I uh-huh. cannot... I do feel like if I was... I feel like if I got my leg bitten off by a shark, I would feel like it was my fault. And I yeah. would still be like, yeah, I mean, what is there to do? Like, that makes sense. I went into the ocean, there's water. But I think a lot of times... I mean, it's just like when you talk about, like, electric cars... And then people are like, well, we can't all go electric because then all these people will lose their jobs. Yeah. And it's like, yes. And at one point, a lot of horse and carriage businesses went out of yes. business. And that's just how the world works. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't make it. There's never just like a perfect thing. If you want to keep growing and like getting better as a world, you have to sometimes people have to lose their jobs. And also, there was only one shark attack? That is the fucking problem, Sarah. I know. Well, there were two. Okay, there were two in 2018. Yeah. One was not fatal. It was, like, yeah. fine. So I, the person listening is like, it wasn't fine. My leg was bitten off. But he was <laughs> yeah. fine. I don't even think he just had a big gash yeah. in his leg. Um, and then the, the, one, the other one in 2018, unfortunately, was fatal. But I... And I don't mean to sound insensitive because I really... I know that's horrible. But I was telling Jordan, I was like, isn't that a really normal amount of shark attacks. Like, yeah. that feels really okay to me. Not okay. I'm sorry for that person. They're not listening. It doesn't matter. But I'm like, one shark attack in Cape Cod? And they're like, you would not believe the way these scientists, they were out, they were putting in, like, these sonar things that connect to an app, So and they've tagged all the sharks in Cape Cod, so if a shark comes by, it will notify everyone in Cape Cod and be like, Junie the shark is passing through, and everyone gets out of the water. It's so, I'm like, you couldn't do better than that. They're, yeah. And for one shark attack... I'd be a terrible mayor because if there was one shark attack, I literally think my response would be like, so sorry to the family. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm i just going to, I think those townspeople are pussies. Okay, because here's yes. the thing. One shark attack, go to the deep south. Those people are dealing with alligators, crocodiles, and they still go in the in the water. Yeah. They're in the marsh. They're walking around, no shoes on. And you get attacked. I'm so sorry, right? But it doesn't, like, dictate how you live your life and where you swim. No. Okay, and also, how special do you think you are? Seriously. Like, the next time a shark attacks, it's going to be you. South Carolina, number one in violent crime, (laughs) and we still go in the water, right? We walk around, headphones in. Like, it's just like... How special do you think you are that this shark is like, I got to find this person? Yes. And you're not. It's so weird. And they're talking about the ecosystem. And he's being like, I have just as much of a right to the water as sharks. And I'm like, so you literally don't have to go in the water. Like, that's actually not. If we were going like by full, just like what humans were supposed to do, you would not step foot in there. You don't need to drink a Bud Light with a bunch of floaties on boogie boarding. That's not a part of the ecosystem. Like, it's just so wild to me. And it just made me very irritated because I, I think I knew people subconsciously thought they were more important than animals. Like yeah. I, I was like yeah, a lot of like, or they just don't think about it too much and don't really care. And are like, well, I'd rather make money than have polar bears exist. But I'd never heard someone just be like, the government shouldn't protect animals. Like humans are more important than am- animals. I was like, 
Uh that's crazy like the fact that you don't understand because i'm always mind blown you think of animals that don't even seem important not to be rude to capybaras but like a capybara i just like don't think about that animal Uh but it is like yeah if you eliminated that i'm sure the whole fucking world would explode yeah Um, it's like it's so delicate and even they were talking about how they tested like for influenza on this like one island where there's like it's the biggest breeding seal ground and wherever and like 10 percent of the seals had influenza and they were like this is how it affects humans. Like, it, and usually it's hard to it's hard to have a disease go from one species to another. Yeah. Um, or an illness, but because of global warming, and I remember like ten percent of this, so I'm sure the scientists would be like, "You're misquoting all this." <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> from what I remember, they were like, "Well, the now the manatees are coming in from where hotter climates uh-huh. to these colder quote unquote climates because they're hotter now because of yeah. global warming, and so these manatees have like no." Like they have not been introduced to any of these illnesses or uh, and any of it. Yeah. So it does affect them more, and then it slowly will come, and then we're all gonna die from influenza. I don't, it's just scary. I think you know. Okay, I'm gonna quiz you. There's only one animal in the world that we, the entire world, could get rid of, and Earth would improve. <gasps> improve? What? What is the animal? Mosquitoes? No. No. That actually, that might be really wrong. <laughs> um. <laughs> Dogs? No. Well, I, I know emotionally wouldn't be better, but... Well, humans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, humans. Yeah, that is true. That's very unfortunate. Anyways, you know what's even more sad? What? Uh, the way Travis Kelsey screamed, Viva Las Vegas! <laughs> I I didn't see it, but everyone was like, oh, everyone... They go, That's a... It's a bit of a transition. <laughs> but the Super Bowl, you guys were like, we just learned so much or misinf- or information about what's happened with capybaras. <laughs> I just am laughing. The first thing on this research is, what the hell is the Super Bowl? Jake added that. Guys, I'm going to prompt y'all to go follow our Instagram and our TikTok and go rile up Jake. Because Jake is running the show over there um, and Jake is adding all these funny little comments. So what the hell is the what Super Bowl? What is it? Um... We it's a football. It's the biggest football game of the year. Are you kidding me? I mean, people. Mm-hmm. I heard that the Super Bowl this year was the. It was like the highest ratings TV's ever had since like the sixties. Mm-hmm. I think that's because of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. One hundred percent. I had a Super Bowl watch. It wasn't really a party, but we had a couple friends over. Yeah. I've never. I don't know anything about football, but we even. And at one point, I did say the ratings must be so high because the fact that this group is sitting and watching this oh, says yeah, yeah. a lot. <laughs> the gays. Yes, the fact that a whole group of gay people are sitting in a room watching this. Mm-hmm. Um, also, my partner Jordan is Usher's number one fan. Really? Biggest fan on planet Earth. They've seen them so many times in concert. We're going to the LA. We're going to the New York Usher concert. They are obsessed with Usher. So this was huge for them. Oh, my gosh. Um, someone on Reddit said, what the hell is the Super Bowl? So it's basically the NFL final, the biggest sporting event in the year for the U.S. Also not sure um, if you know, but NFL is American football. Okay, mm-hmm. That was someone responding to someone. Um and then someone said, so in America, football is more popular than baseball, hopscotch, and basketball? Can you believe it? Hopscotch? We beat hopscotch. No, exactly. I uh, I mean, football is the... Is football bigger than baseball? I think it is, yes. I've been to one baseball game. My mom used to do some doctor stuff for the Padres and the San Diego Gulls when she was stationed at oh, Oceanside. Wow. What I, did she do? She's a doctor, and so she did something where they needed someone. Yeah. And so we had to go to the, this exactly. <laughs> she had Mom to jump was in. running the ball down the no, but she had to. We had to go to the Padres game, and we had to go to a bunch of San Diego Gulls games, which is hockey. And that's ho- fun. Hockey was fun because they would yeah. fight and like just ice skate. But the baseball took forever. Oh, baseball! But football God. is I and I don't. Okay, this is I don't know a lot about sports, but I don't want to be like one of those people who's like go sport ball. You know? No, but we are. It makes my breast milk curdle. <laughs> I can't. But I don't want to be like go sport. Yeah. Okay. So this football year, is horrible. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had football is literally horrible. What is happening? I actually have seen my sister used to be in the marching band of her high school. I would go to every game. I had no idea what fucking Naomi is happening. Naomi was in marching band. Oh my god. <laughs> no, they weren't in marching band. They played. <laughs> wait. What? No, they were in the USC band. They played wow. um, saxophone. Right. Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, my sister, so I would go to all the games, I had no idea. In my adult life, I have looked up on YouTube, how, basic, how do I play football? Uh-huh. Cannot figure it out. It is the one sport I 
I think I'd be a pretty cool mom, I have to say. Yeah. If I had a kid, there's no way in hell you're allowed to play football. Yeah. Absolutely not. You're not touching a football. I'm not getting you one of those Nerf footballs. We're not doing football. Yeah. I don't know why I want to watch a bunch of men who definitely would say something homophobic to me. Yeah. <laughs> Run into each other and get 85 concussions. I do not understand. Yeah. And it's so hard to see. I need to get put on my glasses to watch football because... They're so tiny. You could get closer to the screen. I couldn't get any closer than I was. And I'm they're so small. I'm just imagining you with like CVS reading glasses, head tilted back, like sitting on a couch that's 50 feet away from your TV. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That was me. I can't figure out who's who. It, it just looks like they're running into each other. And it's like every two seconds it stops. I'm like, oh, my God. I How know. How can we get, at least with baseball, it's like, yeah, we know what's happening. If someone's about to get a home run, it's very exciting. And in football, it's like ever so often, I guess there's a really long run to the end zone. Yeah. No, I would say that baseball also start and stops quite frequently. Oh, really? Baseball's like five hours. I'll, if the only sport I'll humor you on, if you're like, come to this, it will be a basketball game. I love basketball. Yeah. I go to basketball. We go to the Sparks games a lot in mm-hmm. L.A., um, and I'm obsessed. And you guys come to Sparks games because literally it's like their t- tickets are like $5 and we're the only people in the stadium. Wait, did they change their name from the Lakers? It's a uh, women's. Oh. It's the WNBA. That's what I mean. <laughs> I'll do it. That'll sorry. That's what I mean, though. The the uh, the Lakers <laughs> are doing great. The But the Sparks, it's like no one is ever there. The, the yeah. celebrity guests on the sidelines are always like, a chef from Indianapolis <laughs> <Yeah>. is here. <laughs> and everyone's like, who is that? The general manager of waste management of Los Angeles. <laughs> it's deeply sad. So, and, but they're so good. Yeah. I love basketball. I love basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I think playing basketball was the first time I realized I might have been gay. Mm. I was. Um, they made me play basketball in gym, and it was all girls. And I remember someone was guarding me or whatever, and they were like, or I was guarding someone, and they were rubbing up against me, and I literally started to cry. <laughs> and then um what? because okay and then I like sat out on the bench and whenever the girl that was rubbing up against me would like do that to someone else I would get so jealous and literally walk out of the gym I had what? no I, I had no claim to her or anything that is so and funny. I didn't realize I was gay <laughs> did you realize your feelings for her did you just like you're like what are these emotions I felt a lot you felt good but yeah, I didn't know bad. what I didn't know what the things were <laughs> So. I used to cry a lot too. I was bad in sports. I did like volleyball, basketball. I obviously did golf where I really excelled because I was just by myself and I was naturally talented. Mm-hmm. But basketball and volleyball, volleyball is what I loved. Like I loved playing volleyball, but I had such bad anxiety when it came to like being on the court that whenever they'd put me in, which was literally never, I would start sobbing and yeah. I would have to be called out. They would put me in <laughs> and immediately have to pull me out and my mom would have to come in. And I was like in eighth grade. It wasn't like I was a little girl. I was a a teenager anyways um wait no I was gonna say I played the only sport I really besides swimming and then I got um acne and then I started wearing makeup and then I I stopped swimming because I wouldn't put my head under the water and they were so pissed um because I couldn't do a bunch of types of swimming (laughs) but um I did soccer and I was the goalie and the the coach said I had the uncanny ability to get in the way Mm. so I that's why he put me in the goal and I swear it, it wasn't even skill it was the fact that I'm so unlucky that like I will always be in the way. You always get hit in the <laughs> yes, face with the ball. Yes. So like she catches it with her head every time. Yes. It's nuts. <laughs> did you watch the Super Bowl? No, I did not. But who played this year, guys? The San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs won 25 to 22 in overtime. Um and Jake said, so Taylor's boyfriend is a winner. Um ah. it was a rematch of the 2023 Super Bowl where the Chiefs also won. Oh shit! They won two years in a yes, row. Yes, and I, I look, it hasn't happened in like I think it was like two thousand three or something. It hasn't happened in a really long time. Yeah, it's like not common. So they were very excited. This year they were the underdog and they tied at the end of the game and then won in overtime. I have a very bitter sweet, and this is has nothing to do with football again. Or I have a bittersweet relationship with whenever a game goes over because the goalie when in soccer it's a shootout. And so that's always my time to shine. And it's just abuse. And so (laughs) I like I I get weirdly emotional when a game goes over. I'm like, oh, there's (laughs) going to be someone. (laughs) Someone's going to get hit in the face. It's like stuff that isn't a normal soccer thing. You're like, the coach has to come up and smack me on the butt. It's (laughs) like, no, Sarah, that was just your coach. That doesn't have anyone else.
So Taylor Swift was very involved in this year's Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people did not like it. No. Um, she is dating Travis Kelsey, who's the, what does he play on the, I don't, you probably don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, tight end? Yes, I think that's right. Is that? Um, I think that's right. Yeah, he plays a tight end. And um, the, I guess a lot of tickets were selling for this, that mm-hmm. they were selling out, they were getting really expensive, even though I'm pretty sure the Super Bowl is always really hard to get into. But even just Chiefs games in general, yeah. it was really hard to get tickets to because people were coming to just see Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Um, and so people were very upset and were just, you know, it's like just misogyny. People, I think, I think, this is based in nothing, but okay. just a thought I just had. Sometimes I think the U.S.'s obsession with football is really just... Um, it's like the only sport that has nothing to do with women. <laughs> Where it's like there's no women's teams, there's no women's anything, yeah. and it's just men being really aggressive. Yeah. Um, and so I think the inclusion of a woman at all in this was very upsetting to a lot of men. Oh, yeah. Which I find really funny because it does not matter. Um, so in general, Taylor Swift is involved because she has come to almost every Chiefs game the past few months to cheer on Travis Kelsey. And then some NFL fans seem to hate her just because when you watch the games on TV, they constantly cut to Taylor Swift watching from a suite. Fans find it distracting because they're trying to watch a football game. So then, what? okay, you have plenty of valid reasons to like or dislike Taylor Swift. But again, like that man in Cape Cod, your anger is directed at the wrong place. Taylor Swift is probably not holding a clicker, directing the camera for ESPN to shoot at her. ESPN, you should... At ESPN on Twitter, be like, hey, we're missing some key parts of the game. Yeah. Because you keep switching to Miss Swift. But I don't know this for a fact, but I bet they're not missing key parts of the game. I bet it's like when it, the million and a half times when they pause and have them get into different positions, I'm sure that's when they're showing her. Yeah. They just don't like to see her. Um, Mm -hmm. And people have compared it to if you're watching the Grammys or Oscars and all of a sudden they cut away to a football player. That would be different. That would not make sense. (laughs) They, They just keep like, like, going to Tom Brady for no reason. He's like in the crowd. That would be insane. And also I don't think I would care to be honest. I wouldn't be like if he for some reason was at the Oscars it's like yeah they cut away to people sometimes to like see their reactions. I would yeah. think it was funny. I'd yeah. be like why are they showing him? But this makes so much more sense. Also she is dating. So- I don't know. It's so funny. Um, so many NFL fans also question the integrity of the league and some people think it's entirely scripted, thus getting more annoyed when there's celebrity impact on the games. I don't, that doesn't make sense. Oh wait, so a scripted sport makes it uninteresting. <laughs> then what's the point, but what's the wrestling? I know WWE, I love WWE. Dudes love that, everyone loves that stuff. The scripted part is what makes it fun. Yes. Um, so it, Also it's- the integrity of football Literally half the players are concussed. Some of them are like within inches of like their life, you yeah, know? Yeah, truly. <laughs> I will say when people, I am shocked people idolize football players because anytime a football player takes off their helmet, they look like the highest person in my high school math class. Like yeah. the kid that just like had a lot going on at home, <laughs> like had a lot going on mentally <laughs> that like n- never turns in his homework, but like isn't popular. Like they, they always look so horrible. Wait, I love the idea of you being like a football commentator. <laughs> they cut to a guy who takes his helmet off and you're like, oh, he looks like he's got a lot going on at home. They look, like, <laughs> they look so awful, truly. I, I rarely compare people's looks, but I'm like, it's also they're sweating so much. Yeah. So I'm sure, I'm sure they've looked better, but I am just like, these people are the worst. I've never watched a sport where I've been like, I would not. You could not pay me to hang out with these people. Yeah. Um, so it's very wild. Um, I want to jump down a little bit. Okay. Um, to Hillary Clinton, <laughs> as always. Oh, my God. Um, who tweeted, and people, <laughs> Jake put, Hillary Clinton even chimed in. <laughs> she said, congratulations, Taylor's boyfriend and the entire Kansas City Chiefs community. I think she added that because she's she's so familiar with this whole thing. You know, congrats to Taylor's boyfriend. She's been referred to, like, because, you know, the Clintons, you always yes. think of Bill. There are more. We're going to talk about, you know, problems with people have with Taylor. Like some people on Fox News uh, push this theory that the relationship was a psyop or psychological operation to assist President Joe Biden's presidential reelection. Um, In what way? The right love using the term PSYOP as if everything is some big conspiracy theory. But the thing is, is the reason why you think that is because you inundate yourself with conspiracy theories. So, of course, if you're like accepting, 
you know, all these crazy conspiracy theories from like QAnon and what have you. Of course, you're going to think everything is a psyop. Yeah. Losers. Yeah. Losers. <laughs> Losers. I don't think they, I mean, I think a lot of like football fans do hate women. I think the critique of Taylor Swift is not just plain misogyny. It really depends on what your critique is. If you just think she's annoying and awful, can become misogynistic. If you're talking about her, if we're talking about the global warming. Can I say? Yes. I've about had enough of her. I, I really, I, I've, and I've been scared to say, I feel like I'm coming out, this is harder than when I came out as gay. Mm -hmm. I am irritated. <laughs> I'm sure. Listen, I, 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 I just find I've said this before, but I'm just like, if you are taking private jets that much, yeah. you are a bad person. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not. And then to come on and be like, I'm so relatable and I'm yeah. so kind. I'm like, you don't. You think you're more important than every single person and yeah. every single animal and every. It is so wild to me, and I'm just over it. Mm -hmm. Swifties give. It's the, okay, yeah. Calm, put the pitchforks down. But the th yeah, the thing is, is like we did have an episode where we talked about overconsumption and the Stanley Cups, and this is exactly what we're talking about. A bunch of people, rabid for a Stanley Cup, waiting outside of Target, are getting made fun of and mocked ruthlessly. I mean, their behavior. Girls, ladies, calm down. Yeah. But like, then you zoom out and you're like, oh, billionaires are literally dumping hundreds yes. of pounds of like carbon emissions into the right. sky and so it's like who's the real criminal here and i understand there are some safety concerns for miss swift and i get that but also some of the trips are unnecessary yes and also also mm -hmm. there are a lot of big celebrities yes. and i know taylor swift is the biggest of the big i know i know mm -hmm. there would be need to be a lot of security but she could afford anything she wanted mm -hmm. these sometimes you'll see like kylie jenner uh, getting on a private jet and you're and I remember saying to Jordan one time I was like well yeah I guess I don't know how she would go to an airport and like fly in a regular plane like it would be hard for her but Jordan was like and I was like oh is this so true it's like well if she didn't dress to the nines <laughs> no one would probably really notice like there uh -huh. is a way you c I think sometimes people will go out and they're they're out to be seen like they are fully dressed but I'm like I just feel like if Taylor Swift was wearing a really normal outfit a really normal hat maybe had security around her she could fly a normal commercial flight. Maybe I'm wrong. I think if they allowed her to plane, like get on the plane from, first, uh, yeah, or like, you know, separately, like she doesn't have to go through the airport, there are services where you can do that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of, th it's like the reality is it's not just a private jet is the only option. And a lot of celebrities do, don't do it. Like, yeah. and, and I think what I found a little irritating is this like, well, a lot of people do, what she does like she's not even number like in the top 50 people with carbon emissions yeah and uh, to me i'm like but the difference is oh no she is she buys um she buys credits um to like she does still produce the same amount but like i think it's like carbon credits uh -huh. where like it um your money kind of erases it oh interesting yeah so she still does create like top percentage that's insane but yeah. even if she wasn't i'm like okay if we're talking about like kim kim k okay mm -hmm. Kim is not trying to act like she, is she better in the grand scheme of things? No, it's like, I'm not saying either are better yeah. than the other. But Kim Kardashian is not acting like she is the people's princess. Like Kim Kardashian yeah. is not being like, I am just like you. And like, I really care about like human rights. And like, I really care. Like Kim Kardashian's not doing that. I mean, she is in terms of, it's, yeah. it's nuanced. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like Taylor Swift is like, I am a girl's girl. Like yeah. I am just like, I love the cast of Queer Eye, and I am all for, like, being liberal. Yeah. And then you're going to go do that. That, to me. I'm like, Elon Musk, I have no... I don't think he's trying to make me think he's a good person. Yeah. And he's horrible. I think it's the fact that she's doing all this carbon emissions, and she's doing all this stuff, and, like, trying to sue people who are trying to call out her carbon emissions and doing all oh, this yeah. stuff while being, like... I'm just one of you guys. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. like, I have you over at my house and I bake you cookies. I love you guys. And it's yeah. like, no, you're not. You're not, actually. You're not like that at all. You're so different and you're not like any of us. And that is fine. That That's, well, I don't think it's fine. I don't think anyone should be that rich. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. But don't try to tell me we're the same. You know what I mean? Yes. I have so much to say. The Swifties are the uh, one of the groups that I'm afraid of. But I'm agreeing with everything. No, I know. And the, we did a whole episode on Taylor Swift and I literally said to you, I was like, it's actually crazy that I feel so anxious to do this episode. Yeah. When we were talking about a white 
rich woman. Like yes. I should be allowed to call out a right well, a white rich woman. To be clear, I listen to Taylor Swift music. Yeah. I like Taylor Taylor Swift. I've seen Taylor Swift in concert. Yeah. I <laughs> I am not like a Taylor Swift hater. Yeah. And do I think there's things that people say about her that are sexist and annoying? One hundred percent. Yes. But you have to be able to separate things and be like, it is not okay that you're producing that many carbon emissions. That yes. is not okay. Yeah. And like that is unacceptable. And we can't just like weigh the well, I guess we can, but I don't want to like weigh the like, well, but she's so nice and like, oh, like here's a video of her like singing to a child in a hospital. <laughs> like I'm like, okay, but yeah. like she's ruining all of our lives yes. with and so are a lot of people, but you can, you know, only call out so many people at a time. And I think when she's, you know, acting as though she cares so much while doing these things that say quite the opposite. Yes. I think it can be very frustrating. Yeah. There are so like there's two things. There's Taylor Swift the person and Taylor Swift the brand. And so yes, 100%. I find it sketchy when a celebrity whose name is a brand switches to I'm a human being whenever they're getting critiqued. Because no, you are a billion dollar brand. Yeah. And it is perfectly reasonable for consumers, for literally anyone to critique a brand, especially if their carbon emissions are incredibly high, right? Like you can, I can critique BP if they dump a bunch of oil in the coast because you are allowed to critique a brand that is producing that much waste. However, where people, uh, cannot hold two thoughts at once is that she is both a person and a brand. Yeah. Right? Like, so you and I are a person and a brand at this point. 100%. And so, like, if you guys were to critique us, like, and you were to, you know, we would be able to interpret, are you, you know, you call us ugly. That's uh, as a people. That's people. <laughs> as, critique, a people. as a people. As a group. You've said we are ugly as a group. <laughs> but also, if we are doing something unethical, that is a valid critique. And I, I wouldn't be like, so you don't like me? Like, right. if I am doing bad business, then you're, that's a yes. valid critique. Yes. I, I also find it, it's hard. And once again, I think I'm just trying to be, you know, trying to be honest. Look, yeah. to my Swifty listeners, listen, I'm here. I get it. And I don't think you're the problem. And I also think you should keep listening to her music. And I think she has a lot of great things and has done a lot of great things in music. Mm -hmm. I seriously do. And I listen to her on the car right here. I do like her. <laughs> okay, yeah. But yeah, no. it just doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. And I also think it, it's like... Uh, sometimes there'll be things that people feel really bad about for celebrities. For example, like all the hate Taylor gets. Mm -hmm. It's like, how could she deal with all this hate? I'm like, well, she is so rich that you could not believe like regular people with low income get bullied. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I used to work at a restaurant and there was a girl who got like, inc like incessantly bullied and she made minimum wage and she <laughs> like had to like, didn't have laundry in her house you know what I mean and she got bullied people get bullied that's a thing that happens it's it, it's not the same as like there is a trade-off like a, you get to be and we've talked about this before it's not mm -hmm. always a great trade-off but it's like you get to be you get to never worry about money again you get to do you get to wear the fanciest clothes in the world you get yeah. to fly private jets you get to um do what you love for, I mean, you get to do, there's so many positives and you're going to be at public scrutiny for the rest of your life. And also you are um, going to be, have no privacy. And that just is unfortunate, but that's just kind of what it is. So I think sometimes it's like when celebrities are like, I get so much hate. I mean, I even say on the internet, I get hate all the time on the internet. People are like, you're the least funny person that's ever walked on the face of the earth. <laughs> but I'm like, okay. I also like get to pay my mortgage from doing this. So I yes. feel very lucky. So I think there are just things that it's a trade-off. I also think sometimes it's like Taylor doesn't need to, which I don't think it's wrong that she does this, but it's like she shows up to places knowing she's going to be filmed. Like she could have gone to the Super Bowl in a normal outfit, sat, watched the game privately away, like in a part of the, she could have asked for more privacy. She could have been like, don't put me in a box where they could see like where they're going to be yeah. filming me. She can do all that stuff. She doesn't want to. And that's fine. But I, I do think it's like, yeah, she wants the attention. And so when people also on the other side of that are being like, she's horrible. It's like, yeah, that comes with it. Like she yeah. knew. And does that really matter? If a person in the middle of fucking nowhere is being like, she's annoying me during my game. I'm like, yeah. I think he's wrong. I wouldn't hang out with that person. But also like, who fucking cares? I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I'm yeah. rambling, but No, I have a I have a point. Okay, so I'm reading this book called The Culture of Narcissism. 
And so, like, the we have America's, like, due to capitalism, all this stuff, it's a largely narcissistic culture where it's, like, focused on the self, right? It's, like, I'm the main character, the only person who exists. And so there's something called hero worship where, like, a lot of stands specifically worship a certain mm-hmm. celebrity. And they want proximity. They want closeness. They almost pledge allegiance to them because – and they put them up on a pedestal. And when they do that, they're – Oh, it's like they feel a connection with that person. And so like a lot of stands when you critique their their hero, it is not like you're critiquing the actual hero. Mm-hmm. Since people see themselves so much in the exalted person, it's like you're critiquing the stands, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they align themselves with this person. And so that's why you'll see like a lot of stands get really, really pissed. Like all like go out of their way to like ruin someone's life. Because it's not so much that they really are upset. I mean, they can be like super obsessed, but like they are like, if I, they would, they think if I'm in, if I was in Taylor's life, we would be best friends, right? right? I understand her at a chemical level. We are the same. Her music speaks to me. It's almost like it was written for me. And that passion comes from you see yourself in Taylor Swift, right? You want her proximity. And so when people go after her, you it's almost like you're going, they're going after you. Yeah. And so then that's why a lot of people really, the stands get up in arms. Um, there are casual fans, which is the more healthy way to indulge in celebrity. And that's how I would consider myself, which yeah. is what I think it's frustrating because people are like, I get so scared to critique her in any way, but I'm like, I am a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. I am. Like, I literally listen to her. I listen to her music almost every day. I love Taylor Swift's music. But I'm like, yes, let's critique her. She's doing bad. Yeah. She's doing something bad. Uh, if you're aligning yourself, you're like me and Taylor would be besties trying to speak to you is a bit of a fool's errand. But like um, a lot of people, when the, the more valid critiques are aimed at Taylor Swift, the brands 100%. and the stands are defending Taylor Swift, the person. Right. And so like if I could explain to those people the critiques, there's two concepts happening there is the person and the brand happening at once but since you cannot separate them you see any critique of miss swift as an attack on you when people are attacking yeah. the brand aspect of her yeah does this make sense no i i'm with you 100 percent. yeah um i i totally agree and i think it's just like you want to hold everyone in your life accountable um not to an insane degree but when they're polluting the earth at an insane rate and we have i looked up the other day like i think it's uh 300 cheetahs left really <laughs> something like that it's not on TikTok. wait are you are you serious i'm pretty sure something it's not good it's not looking good for the cheetahs oh my god um yeah that is something you talk about and i think it gets us into a really bad situation which i think our generation is getting out of a little bit but just in this way of like if i like someone they can do no wrong and you see it with people who support trump and you see it i mean you've seen it with people who support anyone i mean yeah for, i remember my dad one time i was saying something about joe biden and i was saying something I, I was disliked, I disliked about Joe Biden yeah. to my dad. And he goes, Joe Biden wouldn't do that. And I was like, so you don't know Joe Biden? Yeah. And I was like, there's literally proof that this happened. Like, this is, I'm showing you what happened. And he's like, no, Obama wouldn't be friends with someone like that. Yeah. And I was like, dad, you these are not people you know. And like, yeah. just because you've liked something one of these people has done, or you think they're great in general. Like, yeah. But they can all, we all do things that are wrong and need to be. Uh, yes. So I think it gets us into a bad situation where I think, um, especially politically, where we feel like, well, I can't say anything bad because I'm so scared of making anyone think wrong about this person that yeah. I do think is good. Um, but it makes us not hold anyone accountable. So I'm like, you can love Taylor Swift. You can be her number one fucking fan. That's awesome. But if you are sitting here posting how much you care about the environment, and then you're giving all your money to a person who you just let yeah. pollute the earth along with a bunch of other people. I, I know that's true, but um <laughs> doesn't have to do with the Super Bowl, so that's why we're not talking about them. Yeah. Uh, and I've talked about we've talked about them before also. We I we do I whatever, it doesn't matter. But um No, you're exactly yeah. correct. Like politics kind of is like football, where people <laughs> think that you have to root for the team regardless if they're doing bad or good. However, Joe Biden, if he had an off season and you are an actual true fan of just liberalism as a concept, then you would be able to validly critique critique Joe Biden's performance and people wouldn't question if you're still a liberal. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. One hundred percent. It's all about teams there. Um, we do want to uh, circle back because there's a lot of emphasis on uh, Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. So we're going to get some uh, 
you know, do people hate women? We talked about it. We don't hate. <laughs> but so uh, Mina Kimes, a female writer and analyst for ESPN, says, for me, a lot of the misogyny or resistance that I've encountered over the years has been men feeling suspicious of why is she here? What credibility does she have? I must know more, etc." I think with the Taylor Swift backlash, the impression I get is that people are annoyed with other fans being allowed in their space. Totally. Uh, Mina, I'm going to say for you specifically, you and Miss Swift do not have the same battle. <laughs> To become a um, a writer and analyst for ESPN as a woman is not the same battle that Miss Swift fought. Sure. Pop is a largely female-dominated space. You have entered a largely male-dominated space where not a lot of women regularly go into. No. So, of course, they're going to be more misogynistic to you. Taylor is dealing with misogyny and then also valid critique for her business, um, so I, I, I don't know if I, sh I would, uh, I would say that as the reporter myself. I would wait. Say that again. You'd say I, that as a reporter. Not, what? I mean, yeah. Her and Miss Swift do deal with a lot of misogyny. I understand what you're. Yes, but oh, if we're comedians, right? We sure, we sure are. We're fam, you know, and so <laughs> we're fam. Well, I, I'm, and so you know. It's different being a lesbian in music versus being a lesbian in comedy. Oh, right. Because we're in a male-dominated space. Yes. So if I saw an, a female musician deal with a lot of misogyny, I would be like, actually, that's not the same misogyny that I yes. deal with from my peers. Right, yeah. Right. Would you say that? I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. So I'd say, Mina, you're doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> and Mina, we'd like to dedicate this episode to you. And we, Because you've done great work. You've worked hard. Oh, my God. And God bless. But, yeah, what's... <laughs> I agree. Mm -hmm. I, I think it, at a certain point, if you get so rich, yeah. if you get so rich, a lot of things you just don't have to deal with, unfortunately. You don't. I think there is a, uh, because she deals with the misog she deals with misogyny in what I would consider an emotional way, yes. which is valid and it's hard. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people who deal with uh, misogyny in a financial way, Yes. which I would debate is more important a yes. little bit. Because... Uh, maybe not important is the word, but I think there are things that there's a lot of feelings that you can work through yourself versus like, well, I can't get a job here because I'm not allowed or I can't get a job here because I wasn't allowed to go to school because mm -hmm. I, my family didn't allow girls in our family to go to school or yeah. whatever it is, you know, they're very it, traditional, very traditional. Yeah. Um, or, you know, I, I can't afford this because I am a woman. I'll get paid as much things like that. Or yeah. it's like, that is more of a, it's a harder thing to deal with. There are people who are dealing with that, and then there are people who are like, he said something mean to me, and it's like, yeah, join the club. Yeah. And and it's not right, to be it's clear. Not, but not. it is a little different, I would say. Yeah, I um, when I give, like, advice to, like, my bisexual friends, I don't really hang out with a lot of straight women, but I love when my bi friends are, like, trying to vet a dude if he's good. Okay, sports, and I mean, like, football, um... Baseball, hockey, may, like uh, basketball, all male-dominated sports. Ask a man who his favorite female yes, athlete is. Yes. But if he says Serena Williams, um, who else? Simone Biles. Simone Biles. Those are female athletes, which is incredibly impressive since at, like sports as a whole are largely male-dominated. Those are, however, female-dominated sports, which means he still does not consume... Female, like no, he needs to be able to talk about female. And this you is coming from to, you need to be able to list female athletes that play basketball or softball yeah. or some like you know hockey. Like they have to. If for me to believe that you truly be believe that women belong in sports, you need to watch the sports that are male dominated, but also know the female athlete equivalent. That is such a good green flag, sir. That is something I'm like. That should be something you should ask any guy you're dating if you're straight that mm -hmm. is so good because even I've had because what they should know even if it's just about one sport they shouldn't just know the names they should know the drama they yeah. should know the tea on these people I asked a guy the other night when we were in Chicago I was he was like oh I like basketball and I was like oh who's your favorite players and um, he started talking about women's basketball and he was like well you know mm -hmm. I loved this team but then when they switched out X I don't know anyone's name <laughs> they yeah. switched out XYZ like she was really good but I felt like she just kind of like he knew the intricacies in the same way that he mm -hmm. knew, knew about uh, men's basketball and I'm like that is such a green flag because it actually is so telling and I think it can be easily like oh well he just doesn't he just is into the, this team that's his yeah. team but if you're 
husband boyfriend is obsessed with basketball Mm -hmm. obsessed yep and he never watches women's basketball that is true deep down sexism yeah no if yeah your husband likes basketball but not women's lame like uh, the guy i used to buy cigarettes from he was obsessed with women's soccer and not just in a fetish way like he he said their stats to me yeah and i was like i want to i feel like someone's you know stepmother mom i want to hook you up with my daughter you know what i mean like he was talking and i was like are you find them attractive he's like no just like because he also played soccer but he was obsessed with women's and i was like but i think it comes he but he said he likes women's soccer because they're more serious about it right when men's soccer players like play they fall over and they start crying (laughs) he was like in like women's soccer like they get like punched in the face and they just like bleeding all over and i was like so you like that and I, that's so funny. I also think it comes natural because I think a lot of times the right will be like, these woke people want me to watch. They think I'm sexist if I don't watch women's basketball. But I'm telling you, my dad, my dad was not what I would call woke. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he loved basketball. He loved watching sports. And he always mm-hmm. watched women's sports. Oh, yeah. Just naturally because he liked basketball and he would pay attention to like, and it would be on and he would be like, oh, I like basketball. And he would see women's basketball and he would click it because he saw the word basketball and he'd be like, oh, I like what and he'd like the teams and he'd watch whatever. This was not him going, I want to be an ally and I want to yeah. be a feminist. I want to watch it. He just naturally, because I think my dad very, it's so, I've told you this before, but it's so wild. He like grew up in the deep south of Alabama. A lot of his, I would say all of the people he was raised around are very, um, very, very disturbingly conservative in a way uh-huh. that is not even political. It's just mean. <laughs> no, yeah. And uh, he naturally just like really loved gay rights, supported yeah. gay rights, was a feminist. You know, he always said some off color stuff that you're like, we can't say that anymore. Yeah. Um, but he did, I think, view women and men equal, just naturally. Um, and he would watch those sports. So I think it is sometimes you got to be like, yeah, people will show their true colors and people naturally uh-huh. are not sexist. Um and women's sports. I was trying to buy a ticket to a men's sports game a while ago. Yeah. And I was like, why do people go to these? Do you know that women's sports are just as good and literally cost like $5 and you can sit like right up front? And people don't smell like shit at those games. Yes. And everyone's so nice. But it's like so cheap. I was like, go to the oh, women's games. This is a tip for any lesbians out there or like buy pan girls. You're looking for a girlfriend. Go to a women's sports game. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, the yeah. entire community is out. Um, but yeah, so there we Jake also included some stuff like Taylor Swift stuns NFL stadium workers with kindness. You know, she was spotted picking up her trash, cleaning up after, you know, pretty low. I mean, that's good. You know, she's not. I mean, the thing is, is if I was <laughs> Sorry, a celebrity. Yeah, with that. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. I, if I was a celebrity being constantly accused of being a piece of shit, I would be like, all right, optically, I'm going to clean up my trash. Yes. You know, well, we should all clean up our trash. But I do we think should. it's also like when you talk about a person versus a brand, I don't know, debatably, I think her at that game, she is there as Wait, a brand. Can I say this? Yeah. Her picking up her trash as a, like in the brand equivalent is like her throwing a pizza party for her employees. <laughs> It's like, great, but you know what we really want. Yeah, she's like, I recycle my water bottle and I kill thousands of zebras. (laughs) I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, she announced her new album, which is the Dead Poets. No, um, the. Yeah, the. The Tortured Tortured Poets Poets Department. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like a dig at her ex, Joe Alwyn. You know what? If you whatever opinion you have about Taylor writing songs about her exes, that's actually pretty ballsy. Cause I've been a public figure for a while, and yeah. do you, I, I would, it would be really hard for me to like talk shit about my exes. Oh my god, I would not. The guys that. that I've dated, but those were ten years ago. No, yeah, I would not talk. No, no, no. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't really have anything bad to say, but I wouldn't go on like a deep dive of the things I didn't like about my past partners, and they're not like influencers or anything yeah so that's but i'm pretty... just like i don't want to open up that door <laughs> i mean but i guess like it's pretty juicy um yeah um well we're running out of time a little bit so I, i'm wondering if we should jump down mm-hmm. let's to... there was um the halftime show and you know kendall said that 
big big Usher fans in the house. Oh yeah. What I, did you think? Did you watch it? I didn't. I should have because it's like I'm a millennial and I feel like it was kind of wrong that I didn't. No, no, it's never wrong. You were doing other things, but I, it was it was good. I it was funny. Jordan was like everyone was saying it was like the best halftime show ever. I think Jordan, who's seen Usher in concert many many times, was like I don't think it was it wasn't his best. <laughs> they were like he's too tame. He's too tame. Well, I think they said the opposite. They were like I think he put too much pressure on himself to be. If you watch it, he's literally like doing backflips and running and skate skating. He's yeah. skating the whole show. She was like, I think he needed to like, he was like by the end so out of breath. And it was kind of, he didn't really sing a ton. It was just him like going on to the next like acrobatic yeah. move. And she's like, I think he needed to like stop for at least a minute and just like sing something and yeah. like calm down for a minute. I think, I mean, Usher's known as such an incredible dancer that like so he real and it's also, it was in Vegas. So he has his residency. You know, like when it's, yeah. this is like your home and you like have to show out in the thing that you're known for. Yeah. He put too much pressure on himself. Put too much pressure. Also, I heard that Justin Bieber, I said, I was like, Justin Bieber is going to do the halftime show with him. Yeah. I like, I saw it on TikTok, but then I was like, I really believe that because I think that would be really sweet, very nice. Yeah. And then I heard there was, he had a dressing room. Like, Justin Bieber had a dressing room at the uh -huh. Super Bowl. So I was like, okay, he's definitely going to do it. And then he didn't. And I was like, that's interesting. And then I saw somewhere that he, the morning of, was like, I don't really want to do it. Oh, yeah. Biebs has been having a hard time. Poor Biebs. I feel very bad for Justin Bieber. There was the Nickelodeon Super Bowl um, and also the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> I know that a lot of people on TikTok were like, well, they didn't have like the cable package to watch the Super Bowl, so they had to watch it via Nickelodeon. <laughs> and Nickelodeon like was ha watching the Super Bowl, but they would explain like rules. That's what I'm gonna do next year. Oh yeah, I need to do that. I didn't realize that was an option. I'm like, that is what I need to watch. Mm -hmm. I saw one clip of Dora explaining something though on TikTok, and I still was confused. I was like, wait, what does she mean? I don't get it. That would actually be so funny if like, since Dora doesn't she teach Spanish? Yeah. If like the game switched the commentary halfway through to Spanish, oh and my she's God, I'm like, even more confused. and you're like, no, but thank you, Dora. <laughs> thank you. It is always such. I'm like, if I was a parent, I feel like I would constantly be being humbled by like my lack of knowledge because oh, I yeah. took my nephews recently to a, a, a while ago actually to Bluey the yeah. live show, and there was a part where they were like, the dad they'd like hidden the dad's phone, uh huh, and they go to the audience, they go, do you know where the phone is, and they auditorium full of toddlers yeah to true toddlers yes. two and three scream it's under the bucket and i turned to jordan and i was like i did not know that like, <laughs> i did not know where it was yeah like, how did they see that and i was literally like am i okay yeah so that's humbling because when dora was explaining it, i was still a little lost that is crazy but yeah there's also um there was the Puppy Bowl. I, yeah, I used to watch the Puppy Bowl, but basically they put, I know they had a streaker during the Puppy Bowl. They oh. took one of their, uh, the dog's scarves off and then they blurred his body. That's cute. That is, but the thing is, is what's, it's not fair that a dog can streak, but if I did it, you would actually be like a predator. I know. In all 50 states. Okay, controversial ask. Do you think streaking should be legal? <laughs> Men, No. But there's something about breasts, just like, that's yeah. funny. Fun. Like, I think I, if I were to get a second life. Yeah. No, I don't know if I would do this because it would be too much. But I really think I could thrive in a nudist colony. I really yeah. don't like wearing clothes. I feel very neutral about people's, like, naked bodies. I think I just feel very, like, yeah. I've yeah. always found it weird. Even as a kid, I remember being like, it's so weird that we're so private about stuff that we all have. Like, that's very funny to me yeah and it doesn't feel like sexual to me it just feels very like yeah it's so funny we all are covering up the same thing yeah I would only be able to go into a nudist colony if I could wear shoes oh I agree with that I think the germs of the floor even if we're out in the wilderness I I, I wouldn't be able to do it and from an orthopedic standpoint a nightmare no seriously I mean if I get my hokas <laughs> your hokas fully nude wearing my hokas that's fine <laughs> seriously well I you know what but what the only reason why I say uh, the only time I would ever say I was born in the wrong generation is if I wanted to kill or if I wanted to streak, because like now you can't do either of those do either. without technology, the recording it or something. Yeah. It, the people in the eighties didn't take advantage of the amount they could streak. You no, know, no, no, they that's, didn't. That's such a funny crime because when you think that is obviously a sex crime. Yeah. But like, I mean, that's the funniest. If okay. It's interesting, though, that it's, I don't know, if I was with my child and yeah. we were at a football game and a man ran past naked, I don't think I would be that concerned that my kid would, I think if my kid was like, what's that? I would be like, oh, that's a streaker. He's naked. Like, I just like, wouldn't be like, 
shield your eyes. Yeah. I just think it's so funny. It's like so silly. It's like I, I'm not pro streaking to be yeah. clear. Um, but I am just like, I don't find naked bodies to be inherently like a sexual thing. Yeah, I think if if I were to, if someone were to flash me, that's for meant for me and that hurts. And that hurts. But if I, if someone just ran down the street completely nude, didn't like make eye contact, was just booking it. Yeah. That's funny. It's funny. Yeah, what's happening? And this is the hill we're going to die on. And Sarah and I, are, we're going to open up a charity <laughs> for streakers. <laughs> Because we believe they need, they I think, need more access. To... I think there should be a purge where you—it's d- not all crime. It's just streaking for one day. Streaking. I think we would all be like, let's just do this all the time. I yeah. think once you're naked in front of someone, <laughs> <laughs> for two seconds, breaks it's weird. the ice, <laughs> and then you realize like this is totally fine. Like, what is the? I also think I don't know. I just think clothes are so expensive and so annoying. <laughs> I really am like we should all be naked. I don't. I I love like being naked. <laughs> I um, it really depends on the time of month. Yeah, yeah. When I was watching the Super Bowl, I was naked. You had guests over. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, th- were you? That's fun. No, okay. I just try to make a full circle. Now I was wearing clothes. Don't worry. Um. Well, thanks so much for listening in to mm-hmm. this week. I always <laughs> turn into like a really old six a.m. radio it's talk like show. NPR. Host. Thanks so much. Um. If you're listening on. Uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast, make sure to rate and review. And if you're on YouTube, hello. And please subscribe and comment down below yeah. your thoughts on Taylor Swift. I'm sorry. I'm so scared. I'm going to, I'm scared she's going to sue me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Well, or then here's a lighter uh, call to action. Let us know who's your favorite football team or sports team. Ooh. Or let us know if you played a sport in high school and why. And if you cried. Yes. And, it, and comment below if you'd like to join a nudist colony. <laughs> yes. And leave your email. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a really happy Wednesday. 